Hey, coders, good afternoon, good evening. It is episode uh, 112. It is Thursday, the 5th of August. This is live, as it always is, on uh, the Thursday evenings at uh, 8 o'clock British summertime. Today, we're going to be talking about jQuery, my old friend. jQuery has been a, a framework that I've been using probably ever since I started the career, I think. Uh, when I started my first development job, uh, jQuery was used. And today, I was using jQuery. So I would probably hazard a guess and say that I have used jQuery in probably 75% of all of my projects in the span of 20 years, something like that. Maybe, maybe less, probably 18 years, because the first few years were I was I was learning vanilla JavaScript. But we're talking about a time when JavaScript was just a, a very small compared to what it is now. Um, oh, you could say it was the the good old days, but then but then <laughs> you have browser compatibility issues. You have all sorts of uh, issues with things not working on on uh, different versions of of uh, the browser. So different versions of Internet Explorer I'm picking on here with IE6. Uh, CSS issues, HTML4, PHP wasn't really object orientated. Uh, so there was a lot of problems with that. So jQuery is something that um, stepped up at the mark um, and was was able to bridge the gap, the compatibility issues um, that uh, all the sites had. Every single site, every single website back in that period had issues with compatibility of both versions of Internet Explorer or Netscape Navigator or... Um, uh, Firefox, that's the other one. The, I mean, we're talking about a time when Chrome uh, wasn't around, all right? Okay, so so jQuery was the thing that people used to bridge that gap and to, um, to manipulate the DOM, <laughs> to manipulate the DOM and uh, do some, some really rudimental things that we couldn't do um, based on the current states of the tooling that we had. So, for instance, back then, uh, showing and hiding elements on a page, removing elements from the DOM, that, that was just unheard of without uh, jQuery. Now, yes, you could, you could really, you could do it, but it would take loads of code to come up with some way that would work across browsers. And as the... Uh, as the time went on, browsers got better, obviously. So let's try and boil this. Let's try and get a little bit of order into this. Um, yes, I suppose that's correct. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. Um, uh, more like a library, I suppose. I suppose it is. Uh, this is this is an interesting one. Whether it, whether you, it should be classed as a framework or a library, I guess you're right on the sense that it is a library. Um, yeah, but anyway, let's not get too deep in those weeds. What I've got here is, uh, three 
maybe four uh, reasons as to why jQuery is so popular today. Um, and we're going we're gonna to sort of like dig up some old history uh, because really it's bound down to the history as to why jQuery is used. Now, like for instance, the project that I'm working on at the moment has jQuery in it because it's a legacy project. The project that I was working on uh, in the previous uh, previous project that I was working on that is a modern day project, but it still has jQuery in it, jQuery in it because the plugins that were used has jQuery in it. So the third party plugins. Um, so jQuery is is like this this. Uh, I don't want to use a negative word like a weed, <laughs> but it is it's like this thing that is constantly there and it's constantly there. We'll, we're going to be asking the question as well at the end of today's show as to whether or not new developers, junior developers should learn jQuery or not in this modern day um, ecosystem of the web. And I think that's an interesting topic to pick up with, but we'll do that. Do it at the end. So what I've got here is uh, probably four points as to why jQuery is so popular. Um, and popular is a word that I'm going to be using a lot, but it probably doesn't mean what everybody else thinks it means, as in a trending thing, right? Because nobody really starts a project and goes, oh, I know exactly what, I'm going to use the fr word framework here, I know what fr j j uh, JavaScript framework I'm going to use, I'm going to use jQuery. Nobody really says that in a greenfield project, because there are so many good things I mean, vanilla JavaScript would just do, do do the work for you half of the time, but it's mostly to do with legacy. But let's let's get into some of the weeds as to why uh, jQuery is so prevalent. I suppose that's a better word than popular prevalent today. Okay, so uh, yes, so I've mentioned cross-browser support. That was a massive, massive thing. So uh, jQuery was. Um, the thing, the glue that um, allowed browsers to behave the same. And we didn't have that for a very long, long, long time. There was all sorts of hacks and different things that we had to put into the style sheets, to the JavaScript. We had to, we had to um, inspect the headers of the request to know what browser and what version of that browser it was to then run certain things and not other things. So you can imagine the spaghetti code that were, we, we had to deal with. Um, it was a mess. It was a mess. And jQuery was a way of just sort of like, you know, condensing all of that thing into a nice API. It was the thing that we were missing. It was the thing that we were missing. Also, uh, jQuery was, in my opinion, the first sort of way a lot of people started to learn JavaScript. Um, so the pro I'm going to sound really opinionated now, but the proper way to learn a framework uh, or learn something new in, in, uh, in, uh, in, in programming, in my opinion, is the first thing is to learn the language, right? So we're talking about JavaScript. So learn JavaScript, and then learn the required APIs that you need. So for instance, if you if you needed certain APIs from JavaScript, from HTML, learn those. And then the third step would become the decision. Should you or should you not learn the framework um, or I guess in this case, library, does that 
give you any additional benefits over the things that you already know. And now in these days, it's usually the answer is no, you know, because if you're trying to achieve things, certain things in jQuery, those things are probably achievable without jQuery. If you're starting from scratch, however, back then that was not an that was just not an an option. You just needed it was something that we needed, and yes, there were there were all sorts of other projects uh, out there. jQuery wasn't the only one. You had things like uh, Motools and um, Modernizer. There two that I remember that I learned, um, but jQuery was the thing that w- was just basically everybody used. Everybody used, and I must admit, yes, I did get taught uh, JavaScript. Uh, in now I can't remember what I think it was in college. Yeah, it was in college. Uh, but I I I learned more about JavaScript through. Um, I mean, I I did Action Script at university, but the, you know that's going into another direction. But um, I, I guess I learned more about how to manipulate the DOM um, and how to manipulate HTML elements and how to manipulate through JavaScript the style sheet via jQuery. And it was all, you know, wrapped tightly in 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 jQuery functions and in, in their function calls, method calls. I even wrote a huge suite of jQuery plugins. I wrote loads of plugins for WordPress that relied on jQuery. I I, I created a load of pr- plugins for uh, for other things as well. Uh, word counter plugins. You know, when Twitter came about, I created some word counter plugins for counting the amount of characters that you're typing. Uh, they were all jQuery. I, I created a load of regex plugins as well for jQuery for t- testing various uh, password uh, secu- uh strengths and stuff like that. Um, a lot of this you can do without jQuery, like, you know, straight off the bat, right? Because there was a lot of things I needed to do there about selecting the elements, counting the lengths, all of that kind of stuff, doing, you know, running uh, regex tests and all of that stuff, stuff that you probably couldn't do back in the day, but you can certainly do easier uh, through jQuery, the tools that jQuery gave you, and you weren't necessarily worried about the size of the damn thing because you had this one massive hammer that you knew that if any any JavaScript thing that came your way, you had this massive hammer and everything looked like a nail. You know, it, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was good. I mean, we're talking about a time when, yes, performance was a, a big issue because nobody had fast broadband back then, um, but it was more of a, let's get this thing out the door and done. What is the easiest tool that we could do? And the amount of conversations I used to have, uh, with people, uh, both technical and non-technical, say the clients about compatibility issues and the time we had to spend on making everything look the same in each and every browser and behave the same with the events, um, and, and stuff was just nuts. So if, if, you know, a couple of kilobytes here and there, we, we didn't care about, it was like, this is, this is, we thought the silver bullet that we needed at that particular time. Okay. So the first thing, as I mentioned, is that a lot of people learnt and including myself learnt jQuery through, sorry, learnt JavaScript through jQuery. Okay, so a lot of people have a background in JavaScript due to jQuery. Okay, uh, and then um, 
what happens really is that um, so many people uh, start really with point three. So I'll just go through the, the the points. So first one is to learn the language, then learn the required APIs, and then make the decision as to whether or not you need to uh, use the framework, in this case, jQuery or the library. Um, normally what happens, well, back then, normally what would happen is that people would just jump to straight to point three and go, yep, I don't, I don't understand all of this crazy complexity that I'm going to have to do because of all the, the compatibility issues that I've just mentioned. So I'm just going to use this, this hammer, i.e. jQuery. Everything's going to look like a nail and I'm just going to work with it. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, Okay, so uh, jQuery fixed, as I mentioned, a load of broken DOM API support for very old browsers and bridged the gaps of many versions of IE. And that was wonderful. Again, that was wonderful. For me, it felt like a silver bullet. It was great. Uh, jQuery, so that's point, uh, point number uh, two. Point number three was that jQuery was used to bridge the shortcomings of JavaScript. So not only could we manipulate styles and we could uh, show and hide visibility of um, elements, but we could also bridge the gap of JavaScript. JavaScript back then was in, you know, very early days. So um, compared to where it, where it is now, I mean, back then, I, you wouldn't dream of running JavaScript on a, on a mobile device. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Um, or a server by, by that stretch. Um, but there was so, so JavaScript back then was m more about the front end, more about the events. And as the, uh, as, as the web progressed, more events were needed, more things were needed. Um, and HTML and JavaScript weren't being updated quick enough for the demand of JavaScript. And therefore jQuery was the bridge of that gap was able was allowed developers to create really nice succinct pieces of logic i guess um that did what they wanted to do very quickly and very efficiently um so <laughs> martin 958 is saying i've been meaning to learn jquery we're going to get on to whether or not you should learn jQuery or or not you in particular, but uh, should junior developers learn jQuery? We're going to get on to that point uh, after after this. But the next point was jQuery UI. Now, this was a big thing. This was a big thing. you got to remember, this is before Bootstrap. This was before um, Material UI, before Tailwind, before all of the things that... Um, that that you could just throw in right now and and work with CSS really easily. jQuery had its own themes, and you could tell if you were working on a jQuery or if you were on a jQuery site by how it looked. So jQuery had its own themes, and that was really good. Now this is a killer feature because what happened was that. People who started building content management systems, right? So not public facing systems, private facing systems, systems that the clients would deal with, right? They all use jQuery UI. <laughs> We're also talking here about like uh, old school WordPress plugins. jQuery UI were, was being used, okay? Now that was brilliant because it allowed us to create uh, sort of um, consistent uh, UI over 
your forms over user input and stuff like that. Something that we never really had before. That was so, so good. So good. But one of the reasons, and I'll, I'll get into why in a minute, as to why jQuery is still about. Uh, the next one is that uh, jQuery Mobile came along. So jQuery Mobile uh, was used to build mobile apps before mobile-centric JavaScript framework frameworks came in. I never used this, by the way. I never used, I definitely used jQuery UI, but the jQuery Mobile Lite version of it, um, I, I never really bothered with, to be fair, because by that time, my career took a direction, uh, another direction, um, where I was building iOS and Android applications, and therefore having a having a website or a web app as they were you know, in, in the context of back then, uh, wasn't really a thing that I was dealing with. You know, a site, a website was, when I built a website, it was for a desktop only. Um, I am someone who's also created WAP sites. <laughs> Old school WAP sites. Okay, so jQuery Mobile was used um, for that. So a couple of, <laughs> excuse me, a couple of points there, especially around the UI thing. Content management systems and systems that allowed the administrator to do things as in update content on the website, uh, those rarely get upgraded. Um, in my experience, what gets upgraded first is the front end, the front end, the public facing site, the, the site that everybody sees. The back end is usually a bunch of spanners. You know, so it's a bag of bees, a bag of frogs. It's a box of frogs. You know, it, it doesn't, and the client knows that and they are, they accept that, but they can see that it works. Um, and because there, there's less eyes on the back end, um, there's less care, I suppose, for the front end to, to for, for the back end to be upgraded. It's not the right way of to think, but it means that jQuery has been embedded. So f for every app, for every, for every website that has jQuery in it, it's a struggle to get jQuery out, um, especially in the back end, because there are so many things, um, so many events. Like, for instance, if you've got some events that are triggered and, and they use Ajax, for instance, it's so tricky to, to, to rewire everything. You're talking about a complete re rewrite and you try and sell that to a client. The words that you should really be using are security and speed, right? Um, because if you say that jQuery is insecure and you say that, you know, the, the latest and greatest stuff uh, is more speedy, then that's obviously a win. But still, that's a hard sell. That's a hard sell. Often or not, jQuery just gets upgraded to the to the latest version in the back end. Uh, it doesn't get replaced. This is why we still have jQuery to this day. And this is why we're still going to have jQuery in five years' time. It's because of these content management systems. When I load, say, for instance, Concrete 5, Concrete 5 has jQuery in it. It's a modern-day framework. It's a modern-day framework. Um so there's there's lots of and 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 also you've got the WordPress plugins. You try and convince a a maintainer who doesn't have time to do an upgrade to rewrite their front end of their pl WordPress plugin. Um, I guess you would call it the back end, I suppose, or it could be the front end. You you try and convince them to rewrite that in React or Vue. You know, it's <laughs> it's a big ask. It's a big big 
big ask. Um, <coughs> yeah, so Martin's made a good point. I think if you want to learn JavaScript, then you should learn its libraries, even if they seem a bit obsolete. So, let, okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about let's talk about whether or not um, we should be learning jQuery. Now, I was lucky enough. I, I'm saying lucky enough. As people might say I'm unlucky, but I was lucky enough to um, learn jQuery at a very young part of my career. Now, obviously, if I was to build a greenfield application, I would probably use Vue or React. They're the two things I would probably use right now. Um, I wouldn't give jQuery a consideration. However, I make a lot of my money through improving and and upgrading systems, web systems. And um, a, lo a lot of those are very old. <laughs> a lot of, so once I upgraded a system that was 14 years old and it wasn't touched, so I mean that that's kind of how I've made my my career in the set as a as a freelancer stroke contractor. It's uh it's the space that I've kind of the niche that I found. You know, legacy code. There is so much legacy code out there. There's more legacy code out there than 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 I could even imagine, and the legacy code usually or jQuery is usually found in big corporate uh, systems. Right, so if you want to find some really, really manky code, go to a big corporate system that hasn't been changed in a long time, um, because you have to. There is a lot of work involved in order to do an upgrade, and we're not just talking about jQuery here. We're talking about upgrading PHP. We're up talking about upgrading all sorts of things. You know, usually what happens is that you have to put through a big case as to why an upgrade should happen. It's not a case of, yes, it's the latest and greatest. You actually have to put a business proposal together to say why jQuery needs to be removed. And you need to do a risk assessment. You need to create some tests, a lot of tests, a lot of regression tests. You know, if you're, if you're talking now about replacing jQuery with React, that's a lot of work to do. An uh, incredible amount of work to do. I would probably replace jQuery with Vue because that's probably more of a like to like than uh, than than React. But still, that is a crazy amount of work. That is a an absolute crazy amount of work. And you also have to sell this in a way that you're trying to say, whilst this upgrade is going on, we can't be adding new features because you know an upgrade should be done in isolation not alongside new features because those features themselves would need to be rewritten with our new piece of kit. So it's a, it's really hard to sell that. It's really hard to sell that. Plus when you've got, um, if you're working on a system, I, I mean, I've, I've built many systems where you've got teams of people in the office in, in offices and they are using your, your um, CRM that you've created or your, I don't know, you content management system or or something that um, you know when when customer services call up, they're plugging in the forms that you've created, and if you created or if those were created years and years ago and they still work to today, they're probably running jQuery, <laughs> you know, the show hide boxes and stuff like that. So there, there so there is a question of um, when you do a rewrite. 
Does that include a reskin? Is there going to be any new training going on? You know, you open up a humongous can of worms um, when you're when you're starting to work in the when you're when you're working in the corporate sector. Let's just say there's a there's a lot to think about. It's not just let's just change from uh, React or Vue. Uh, let's not change. Let's change from J- jQuery to something newer. It's uh, what is the ramifications of this? What are the risks? What you know? What are the the things that could possibly go wrong? And how do we mitigate all of that stuff? This is why I feel jQuery is uh, still here today and uh, will still be here in five years' time. And we'll be seeing it less and less and less on the front end because that's where people make their money because, you know, people want to have efficient websites. They want to have speedy websites, secure websites. They want to have... um, all the, th- you know, they want to manipulate the DOM efficiently. They want their developers to work quickly, but they they care less about the back end in the sense of that is less in, I guess it's it's a difficult thing for me to say. It's kind of like um, the where is the value proposition? Um, where are they going to gain more value uh, up front? Is it going to be at the front end upgrading to, to something different or the back end? Well, it's probably going to be the front end, right? It's probably going to be the front end. And you can probably get better metrics on the front end because you can, you know, you review your stats and your hit rate and, and all of that stuff. And then you could do some A-B experiments with different versions of things or different um, frameworks. And you can say, yes, this was this page was more speedier compared to that page. Also, also, uh, you've got um, you've got the whole Google thing, right? SEO. You've got the whole um, you know page speeds and stuff. There's more of a requirement. There's more of a technical requirement to get your front end website better, written better, and therefore on better um, technology than there is on the back end because it's only your staff looking at the back end, right? This is why I feel that jQuery is still going to be around for a long long time. (laughs) So with that in mind, should you learn jQuery? My answer is yes. That's the, but so the short answer is yes, but the long answer is yes. But remember that jQuery is something that will slowly fade out. Now, I spent a humongous amount of my time at university because it was being taught learning ActionScript, learning Flash. Um, I was building computer games in Flash at university and also building uh, small little e-commerce sort of movies, I suppose, where you could spin the spin the product round. Um, we created, just on a side note, we created 3D uh, Studio Max files and rendered that out as a movie and then allowed keyboard manipulation to move the models around. It was great. It was great fun. We we're talking years and years ago. Um, but as you full well know, ActionScript is is no more. Thank you, um, Apple, because Flash is no more. And for very good reasons, Flash was insecure. But it means that there is a long period of my t- my life learning a technology that I'll never use ever. I'll never, ever, ever use that technology ever. 
I've taken away skills from learning that. So I've I, I, I've taken away I I suppose I've become a better JavaScript developer for knowing ActionScript because they are incredibly similar, or they were at you know back in that period of time. Um, so I I I guess it's improved me as a programmer, but there's still this thing in the back of my head of that was a technology that I I spent two years learning and will never use. So. When I say yes, learn jQuery, it comes with a caveat, and that is be very aware that jQuery will probably fade out. Um, it's going to be a very small fade. It's going to be a very small transition, um, but it will eventually go. So don't spend copious amounts of energy learning it. Um, you'll probably only see it in 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 like i said big corporates or legacy code or where you don't have control over the external uh, plugins that are um, being installed and therefore you would be using it in a maintenance kind of manner you won't be using it to to necessarily build new projects with you'll be using it to 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 maintain you'll be using it to you you might be hooking into the plugin that that has it or you might be um like in my experience using concrete 5 uh dealing with um blocks you know in concrete 5 that have a jquery because you're trying to access some portion of concrete 5 through a through some sort of jquery mechanics that they've they've brought into it Meh. but it won't be your first choice. It won't be your first choice. And as I mentioned, it will slowly start degrading. Now, I, d I can't put a timeline on this. I probably am saying more than five years, five, ten years. Um, but if you are, uh, it, I, I guess if you are more of a senior developer and you are working and you know that you're going to be working more on legacy code in your, in your career, then yes, I would probably say learn jQuery. Certainly do not learn JavaScript through jQuery. That is not the right thing to do. That was that was something I did and it was wrong. Don't do that. I mean, I was taught JavaScript at college, as I mentioned, but I the 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 the, the trap that I fell into, and this goes for any framework, this goes for any library, anything, you know, do not learn the language through the eye of the external tool, uh, through the prism of that. Um, because what I found myself doing is just assuming that JavaScript, the, the, the language, couldn't do what I wanted to achieve. And therefore, I defaulted to jQuery and I lent on jQuery so, so much. Um, and it was, I didn't even give vanilla JavaScript a thought. Now, some would say, look, you manage to write a load of code quickly and efficiently through jQuery. So that's a win, right? The thing is, we're now in this position where jQuery is still prevalent around in the web um, <laughs> because a lot of people, i.e. my me, have used jQuery when they shouldn't have. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? It's like it's like this uh, it's like this double-edged sword. It's like this double-edged sword. So learn vanilla JavaScript first. If you're a junior developer, don't even consider learning jQuery first. Learn JavaScript first, 
And then I would probably learn jQuery on the job. Like I would probably learn jQuery when you need to learn jQuery. If there is no need to learn jQuery, do not learn jQuery. That is pointless. Don't. Only because if you know JavaScript, it's very easy to pick up jQuery. It's, it's, it's very, you know, you don't have to go out of your way to, to, to learn it. Um, don't learn jQuery UI, I, I, in my opinion. Uh, choose something else. Choose something that is, 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 will, be, will, will suit your needs better. Um, certainly don't start a project with jQuery. Um, and if you're in a position where you're try, you're, you are trying to convince someone to replace jQuery with something else, first of all, good luck to you. Second of all, um, speed and security are the keywords that you want to be using um, with that. And um, try and use as much vanilla stuff as possible. <laughs> so... Thank you ever so much for uh, listening, everyone. I really do appreciate that. That is my rant of uh, JavaScript and jQuery. jQuery is one of these Marmite things. You you either love it or hate it, or it's one of these things that um, you just have to deal with. It's, it's like one of these bad smells in the room that you just have to put up with sometimes. Um, and uh, I, will, I will celebrate when I um, tackle legacy code, a legacy application that was built five years ago I will celebrate when that doesn't have any jQuery in it um, because that is a sign that things have progressed and moved on, but it's a very slow progression. And the reason of all of this is because it's, um, it's because of all the things I mentioned. It's, you know, it, it was, it was a tool that was used um, and it stepped up to the mark and it did all the stuff that it needed to do. Um, and it's great. It's just unfortunate that um, there's uh, this huge amounts of legacy code that depend on it still. Um, so yeah, let's see what's uh, what the chat's talking about. Okay. So uh, Martin nine, five, eight JavaScript is the main programming language of the web. I don't know if I would say that the front end of the web. Yes. The back end. No. Um, I am spending a, a month trying to learn uh, the old and new facets of. Oh, okay. Now that's an interesting one. I've never had thought about that. Learning the new and old facets of JavaScript. Yeah. So there is a, there is a history. There is a history of JavaScript. Um, JavaScript was actually created very quickly. <laughs> And it's ballooned very quickly uh, due to all sorts of frameworks and, and trends and all that stuff, the new hotness. Um, that you've got all sorts of crazy workarounds that happened, uh, especially around prototyping classes and objects and, like you said, the inheritance chain and all of that stuff. And there's been a lot of improvements that have come recently, such as, um, you know, variable scopes, as you've rightly mentioned there, and, uh, you know, arrow functions and, and um, gosh, uh, synchronicity, you know, fetching and stuff, you know, all the new APIs, the new stuff. And then you've got um, browsers that are actually using it um, differently than other browsers, but not in a way that will break compatibility. So you've got like the V8 engine in certain things, and then you've got the Safari web kits and all of that jazz. So yeah, it's, it's still an exciting time now, but it's less challenging, I think, than it was back then. 
Um, uh, and and it was solved. The challenges were solved because of jQuery. But the problem is we now have other challenges of upgrading the legacy code because of what we decided to do back then. It's a very weird circle. It's a, you know, the ecosystem of the web. It's fascinating. So anyway, I need to shoot off. I need to drink this, this shake. <laughs> I've been, I've been exercising loads recently. So I need to get that down my goblet because I'm still doing um, intermittent fasting and I've got 20 minutes before I need to fast. So thank you ever so much for watching Happy Coding. This is going to go out uh, next Friday on the podcast players. So if you don't, if you don't have an opportunity to see this live every Thursday at 8 p.m. and join in the conversation, then um, do check out the podcast uh, on Spotify and iTunes and wherever you get your bits and pieces from. Uh, the previous previous episode will be released tomorrow at um, at 7 a.m. Uh, British summertime. Take care, everyone. Happy coding. Um, I wish you all well, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.